Hi, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode. I'm excited to share with you some back-to-school mini-sodes. So over the month of August, as we really start preparing to go back to school, and some of us already in school or homeschooling, I want to make sure to really help you by giving you just digestible bites. That's what we used to call them in school, digestible bites, little small golden nuggets. I know that you are busy. I know that you are preparing. I know you have so much decision-making going on, but I also know that you cherish this time and you want it to be such beautiful memories of either starting your school or preparing for your school. Maybe it is that you're homeschooling for the first time. And in today's episode, I want to give you the permission. I also want to give you some really great advice on the sense of urgency. I'm going to share with you some examples of what urgency means and how it has affected my life, but also impacted it. And I also feel as if this episode is going to bless you as you start your school year and really push aside and allow you to take some time to breathe in and breathe out all of the things that could possibly be making you feel anxious. Yes, we are excited. Yes, there's so many wonderful things to do, but I know what you're thinking. I've got a whole nother year to go through and I'm just starting. It's like starting at the finish line again. And we have to make sure that we are preserving ourselves so that we do not burn out. And today, this episode is going to give you the permission to derail urgency and to make the moments count. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. And we are back to school, and I am so excited to hear how you're starting off the year. I've given several episodes the opportunity to talk about game schooling and starting off your homeschool and just really what can be very foundational for you as you are building your first business or going into your very first year of micro schooling, or maybe you've already grown it and scaled it. Those episodes are great for you. And I wanted to say thank you for always tuning in and supporting our podcast. I would love to read to you a precious review from someone who has been in our community. And I know that it does feel as if it takes away a little bit of time to head on over and give us a review, but I cannot tell you how much I truly do appreciate it because Teacher Layer Light Shine, I'm by myself. 
So your feedback is so critical to help me grow and to help me know what I am doing right and what you would like to see more of. I also wanted to let you know that this helps Teacher Let Your Light Shine be able to serve people even in other countries. And so I'm so grateful. I'd like to read this review from Alyssa. And Alyssa, I just thank you so much for saying, I found McKinsey's podcast at the perfect time in my life when I had an idea but no clue how I was going to carry it out. McKinsey helped me bring my idea to life with her encouragement, transparency, and loving guidance. I have shared this podcast with many teachers and will continue to do so. Thanks, McKinsey, with the little heart emoji. I love it. Thank you so much, Alyssa. And Alyssa actually won the coaching clarity session. I'm so grateful for you. And I will be reading the reviews from here on out of those of you who take your time and leave the review. It is my special way of saying thank you. And I hope that it blesses you by hearing your name from wherever you are across the world that your review was read and it does matter and it makes a difference in my life. I wanted to bring this episode to you because I remember and still have to fight the excruciating pain of urgency. I understand that in our culture, in our world, there is this sense of urgency of enroll now, buy now. Do this now. Answer me now. Get it to me now. And I know how much it has wreaked havoc in my life, especially as an educator and as a mother. And when I did a lot of work on my mindset, work on my emotions, work on my spirituality, I'm learning that in order to really become an emotionally healthy, spiritual person, as a leader, as a mother, I have to make sure that I am taking time to reflect intentionally, to plan intentionally, and to rest, literally to rest. And I'm going to let you know, I've talked about this in previous episodes, how difficult it has been for me as a learned behavior, as someone who loves to be productive, as someone who loves to strive and put every little bit of time in little time blocks because I've got one life to live and one opportunity to make a difference. And I have been taught that every minute counts. And if you're not doing something, then it could potentially be caught as lazy or your students are not engaged or whatever it may be that has created anxiety in me. And if you're someone who hasn't had to fight this, amazing. Wow, what a gift. What a gift. But I can assume that everyone in our society does have to go through this sense of trying to figure out how to stay balanced, stay rested, and yet still perform and still deliver and still serve and give and love and all of that. I definitely know that when I was teaching in public school, there was a, a sense of urgency so much as if my classroom was a pressure cooker. And I was sitting with my assistants. We had lunch together on the very first day of pre-planning this past year. So the, before we started school, I had the people who are working with me. We met together for lunch and just as a get to know you and just a girl's, girl's time. And I was telling them that I was talking to my husband and he's not a teacher, but he's very good at helping me see outside of my limitations. And I'm a, I'm an, I am, my gift is visionary leadership. 
I have known that for a super long time. And it really helps me to have other people in my life to help me see through this vision that God has given me. And so my husband, he's very tactical and he's very good at project management. So I would I would talk to him and I said, okay, so we get back from the park at 2.15 and school gets out at 2.30. For that last hour, should we do arts and crafts? Should we teach Spanish? Should I have the students be building something like a passion project during that time? Should I make sure that they have piano and keyboarding? And he was like, hold on, hold on stop. Why would you do that? How do you feel at that time of the day? And I said, well, I mean, I feel a lot better than what I used to back in public school, but I'm still ready to wind down and just set sail into my afternoon with my family. He said, so why would you, after having them go through being outside all, you know, for so much out throughout the day and all their learning, why would you want to jam pack the last hour with all of this hype? And I said, you're right, but what do you suggest? I mean, I, I mean, they're going to get back from lunch and they're going to read a book and they're going to have fun with their friends by reading to each other and forming little book clubs. And, and he's like, there you go again, honey, slow down. Let's walk through this. When they get back from the park, it's 2.15. Are they going to come straight in, sit down on the floor and grab a book? No, they're going to wash their hands. They're going to cool off. They got to go to get a book, then they got to pick their book, then they want to talk with a friend if they want to read the book with them, if they want to read a book to the younger students. And he said, no, well, what time is that? I said, that's about 2.30 by the time we get to that. And he said, okay. And what time are you going to do chores or the little classroom responsibilities? And I said, well, I don't know yet because I want to know if there's something fun that we can do. And he said, but you've done all of the fun up until this point. And I was saying this to my assistants and my husband said, why can't you? And now this was a big one, you guys, because my husband is absolutely a bull in a china shop when it comes to my children consuming too much TV or having screen time. He really, he's a very calm, patient man, but that is one thing where he's like off the TV, outside, and I am as well. But for him to come up to me and say, why can't you put on a show? For 20 to 30 minutes, since you're learning about Africa on Tuesdays and Thursdays, what if on Mondays, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you just had shows about Africa or educational shows about what you're learning in science or social studies or math? And I'm like, what a genius idea. And I got to thinking about whenever I was in public school, those classrooms, you better believe by 2.15, they were like ending the day. They were not starting some big big ordeal. And you're probably going, why couldn't you have thought of that? And I'll tell you why. Because I sat with my assistants and I was telling them this story about me and my husband's conversation. And one of the girls who's working with us used to be my intern. She's back from Europe and she's a certified teacher. She's coming here a couple days out of the week to teach with me. And she said, Mackenzie, you know why you feel like that. That's exactly what you had to do when you were working in school. She said, you were what we all have, have known to call you Hurricane Oliver Category 5, making sure that everything, I mean, all students engaged at all times and 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 we got a little bit of time. All right, let's try this and let's do this and oh, let's do this activity. And she said, and you can breathe now. You don't have to feel like that. And I said, you're right. Because the first year, I almost, I mean, I specifically remember four times where I looked to my front door and thought, somebody's going to come in here and, and 
and I hope that everybody's engaged. I hope that I'm doing something meaningful. I hope that this is a very intentional activity. I hope that this is, and I'm like, I have been so conditioned to feel on edge. Maybe it's my personality. Maybe it's the schools that I taught at, which I've had incredible experiences. Maybe it's the overachiever in me. And so I just want to really help anyone who is even, uh, you know, even in school right now, someone who is starting their business for the first time. We really have to fight these learned behaviors of anxiousness and what to do in silence and what to do in this space of time and freedom. You know, this culture of don't waste a minute. Life is short. We've got this incredible amount of information about productivity where people are truly capitalizing on people spending every minute of their day being productive as if we are machines. And trust me that I've fallen into that before as well. And I am grateful for the training that I have received on being productive. I truly believe that there that is a reason why I'm sitting behind this microphone today. But I can also tell you this. I know that I would not be sitting here if I didn't have time to rest and to be balanced and to let my life just be more simple. So how do you actually do this? And I will say that something that is really helping me as I sit in this time right now and feeling more at peace and more freedom and less anxious than ever before is that I truly started to look at timestamps and I talk it out and I've sat and I've talked with my husband and I've talked with my assistants, and maybe you have a friend that you can talk to. And you really need to be sitting somewhere. You need to be sitting in a chair. You need to have a calm body and you need to have a paper and a pen because there is a quote that is so good. Listen to this. This is by Dawson Trotman. And it reads like this. Thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through the lips and fingertips. So not just writing it out, which trust me, that helps me so much, but being able to talk it out and write it out. Thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through the lips and fingertips. And so what I have done is really utilized an idea notebook, one that I know is, you know, going to be scribbled on and scratched out and one that I can just carry around. And if it gets wet, it gets wet, but it is an idea notebook where I use it to disentangle my thoughts and where I talk with people and I jot down ideas specifically for our school. And I have literally sat and spoken to my husband and my assistants and saying, okay, from 8.30 till 10. Now, this is not one of those, we got to be back in here by 10 o'clock. But for an example, the beginning of the school year, from 8.30 until 10 o'clock, that's about how much time I think it will take. We'll be at the park for our back-to-school breakfast. By the time the kids get into the van, we're talking 10, 15. They say goodbye to their parents. Now we drive off. We're back to my house by 10, 20. And I'm just talking it out. And I say, then we got to line up at the gate. And then they come to the back porch. We've got to take put our our backpacks, our water bottles, our lunchbox. Some of them are going to have to use the restroom. We're going to need everyone to go wash their hands. So now we're looking at probably around 10, 45. Now we're going to meet out on the back porch. You know they're all going to want to talk about their summer and their day and all about themselves and introduce. And this will be a really great time to where it's low energy, but very heightened awareness. Let's have them set down. That's going to take till about 11.15. Then, okay, and then let's have snack at that time. And I'm just talking it out. Not to make myself feel pressured. Okay, then by 10.15 we need to do this. And then at 10.30 we've got to do this. It's how much time is this going to take? 
type of thing. It's a different mindset. It, instead of, we need to have this done by this time because we got to rotate to music and PE and art and then lunch and then we got to get here before the bell rings and then by the time they pack up and the bus is going to come and we got to make sure that they go to the right bus stop. That is a different type of, of a timestamp. This timestamp is, how much time is this going to take? How much time is it going to take for them to unload their backpack? How much time is it going to take for them to even undo their shoes? How much time is it going to take for them to understand where their snack is and where to go eat their snack and how long the snack will be? And then they go throw their snack trash away. And then by the time we get to lunch and we want to make sure we have them seated down and we want to talk to them about the, the expectations of lunch and not hurry up and get it all done because it creates anxiety within us and it creates anxiety within our students and our children and a lot of times we're not even effectively communicating. And with this timestamp, I want to encourage you to plan for transitions. And I, and I look at this just in a day. And then I look at it into another day. And then another day. And then another day. And I do this consistently for the first week to a two weeks of school. So I have my first day planned out. I have an idea. I've got a list of activities that I want to do on day two, three, and four. But I'm going to wait to start plugging them in after day one. Because I know that the first couple days, it's all going to be about management and routines and rituals and questions. And what about this? And what about that? And whose birthday is it? And what, what, what if I don't like the snack that, that I receive? And what happens if I get hungry in the morning? All of this takes time and we have to p- prepare for these questions and these transitions. And so I just encourage you to allow yourself at least the first month of school to not have such strict time stamps on every situation. Allow your students, your children to nestle in And I'm not even saying that you should pick this up after September and have these hardcore deadline times. But I'm also saying that the truth is, there are things that got to get done. I clearly know that. However, it's the feeling, the intention, the motive, the energy behind how we look at our time and how we can truly rest, be more at peace, and more intentional with the relationships that we are trying to cultivate. I hope this has inspired you and I look forward to seeing you over in our Facebook group, Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.